0: Uh, and I was very lucky in that I did get it right a bunch of times, uh, but I got it wrong an awful lot too. And, and it was really, it was really very difficult for me to see that there was another side to that. Now, when when I get things wrong, um, I know it's an opportunity for me to, to go and reassess and uh, correct course. <laughs>
1: Hello, hello, hello. This
2: is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jonathan Brodsky of You Now. Jonathan, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Oh, nice to be here, Gresham. Thanks for having me on.
2: Yes, it's exciting to have you on. You're doing so many phenomenal things, and of course, before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about John, so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And John is currently the CEO of YouNow, a top 50 social media app by revenue. He's a turnaround and growth specialist who has previously the CEO of Finder US, which he steered from infancy to eight figure revenue and. SVP at Chicken Soup for the Soul, where he spearheaded the social media audience growth from 300,000 people to over a billion. He was also a director at 1-800 Flowers, where he completed 17 M&A transactions and grew the international business from 1 million to 40 million in revenue. And he was the general manager for all menus, which he led from having 1,000 restaurants to over a quarter of a million. He has also written and published two books. Still, has time to go snowboarding during the winter. John. And I'm super excited again to have you on the show. You're a to, to the I'm CEO community?
0: Oh, I'm super psyched to be here uh, and to get to know this community a lot better. So thank you again for having me crush you.
2: Yes. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I, I know I touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: I grew up in a family where my parents uh, were entrepreneurs. So it was something that was very, it was what we talked about around the dinner table. Um, but I didn't actually want to do any of that when I was a kid. I wanted to be a ski bum. And when I graduated from college, that's exactly what I did. I moved furniture, uh, and skied all day and lived off of tips and, you know, that I had a really good time doing it. Um, but, uh, I then got very lucky and fell into a job in private equity, which is one of those sentences that I just don't think many other people get to utter. Um, but I was working for one of the largest uh, insurance companies in the world, and they had a private equity arm, and they put me into it, uh, and I got just exposed to all the different parts of running a business. Um, It didn't take me very long to figure out. I did not like being an investor in businesses, that I wanted to be an operator. And so after a couple of years there, I left and uh, started my own consulting firm, uh, and then jumped into startups from there, where I all menus was the first really large one. Uh, there were a few before that that failed, um, but I I realized very very quickly that one I didn't have the uh, the ability uh, mentally to just sit there and not try and make something really big. Um, I, I just wanted to push myself very hard all the time, and two it was a lot more fun trying to build a startup than it was to do a turnaround when I was that age. Now I now I do a little bit of both.
2: Nice. Well, I appreciate you, you know, sharing, you know, some of that story and, you know, all the aspects of it. And I think so many times, you, you know, you see the success, you see all the awesome things you're doing. You don't hear the journey, the behind the scenes, the things, um, you know, that you started out with and, you know, with the skiing and, and having that vision of doing that and how, you know, life seems like it, it kind of just transitioned into that aspect where you were able to kind of do all the awesome things you're doing now.
0: It was it was really cool. I I will not lie. There are lots and lots of days still where i'd rather now i snowboard instead of skiing the equipment is a lot more comfortable but uh there are a lot of days when i'd much rather be out in the mountain or out surfing than i would running the company because it's much more relaxing to do that than it is to run a company um and, and i would say for everybody in the community uh, i have failed probably 10 times or 20 times for every success i had so even though you know some of the things I've, I've done sound really impressive on paper, like growing chicken soup for, soul, for the soul from 300,000 people following it to about a billion uh, social impressions. Um, the, I'm not talking at all about the 20 projects that we ran there that just totally failed um, or did not work. And that that's true of every company I've been at. You get, you get the big headline number, uh, but you have the things that really didn't work and you learn from them and you move on.
2: I appreciate that so much. And, and you telling, you know, that behind the scenes, because I think, again, you see that snapshot of, you know, those impressions, you see those numbers, but you don't see the, the 20 things, 10, 20 things that you kind of talked about. And I think a lot of times when people go into starting business or even trying to reach a different level, we don't always hear about those behind the scenes things and the things that didn't work out to get you to where you want to be. And I often say like, um you know, the plate of success is much more like a plate of spaghetti than the straight path and straight line that it sometimes is perceived to be.
0: Yeah, I wish it was as simple as eating a bowl of spaghetti
2: sometimes. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, um, I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more about you now. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that is and what you're doing to kind of make an impact there?
0: Yeah. So we are one of the uh, largest live streaming video social networks out there. It's really a place where people go and they, they meet their tribe, they meet their friends, and where they are hanging out with their friends all the time. It's all live videos. There's nothing like you would see on Instagram where there's posts. There's no pre recorded videos on you now either. This is all just you interacting with your friends live. Um, and we've been around for about 10 years. They brought me in a little under a year ago. Uh, and one of the big things that differentiates us from other social networks out there is that we are completely community supported. So there's no ads, uh, there's no corporate sponsorship on our site or on the apps or anything else. Everything is paid for through uh, the gift system that we have, which most people would be familiar with Reddit's tip jar or TikTok's uh tip jar slash gift system. Ours is very similar to that. Um they they've they've learned some some stuff from what we've done.
2: Yeah, that makes so much sense. And so um, do you feel like that um that aspect, and this could be the secret sauce for the organization, it could be for yourself or a combination of both, but do you feel feel like that community support is really the secret sauce and the thing that sets you all apart and makes you unique?
0: Yeah, I you know, I, it would be hard for me to argue any other way. We've we've got a community, many of our users have been around for the entire 10-year life of the company. Uh, we're always getting new ones too, but the the people who come to you now love you now and they stick it out and they, they stay there because that is where their friends are. Um, that is where their community is. And that's where they know that we as a company have their back. Right? We have pretty strong moderation rules in place. We have actual humans moderating. So we are pretty careful about bullying and hate speech and, and anything else that you might hear about that happens more regularly or at least more visibly. On some other social networks, um, and we work really hard to keep our community safe, and they and they work hard at it too. So it it feels like their home, and we work hard to keep it their home.
2: Nice. I, I love that. And especially that home aspect and, and, you know, feeling, especially when you're, um, especially if you're a creator, you're anybody that you're, you're doing some type of, um, you know, live or you're, you're, you're giving of yourself and, and talking about those things. You want to make sure that you do have that home feel, that safe space um, and you are, you know, protected from certain things. So I love that you all have those things in place. So at the end of the day, the people can, you know, create, you know, whatever they desire and need to create.
0: That's, that's my hope and my goal for everybody who's on the, on the, on you now right
2: Awesome. awesome awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Sure. so I've got a few tricks that I use um, that I've noticed a bunch of my friends who are also CEOs use. Uh, so one, I'm a very, very big believer in inbox zero. Uh, I use my inbox as a to as a to-do list. And it is at zero every single day. Slack is at zero at the end of every single day. It doesn't mean I've gotten everything done, but it means I have sorted everything, put reminders on things that I have to do later, uh, either in a calendar or as a flag or however else I need to do it. Um, But I, I make sure that by the end of the day, there's nothing out there that's outstanding that I forgot to do or Really, as as CEO forgot to check in on because there's very little day to day work that I have to do. You know, I'm, I'm generally not the person writing things or coding anything or anything else, I just want to check in and make sure it's moving forward and that I have a picture of it all. Um, so inbox zero is definitely one of those. Uh, and the other one is pen and paper. Um, yeah, I'm I've been in so many meetings where everyone types everything that happens in the meeting and they're just sitting there banging away on their keyboard as notes. I write, you know, a couple small notes. I either do it on my phone. I have a phone that has a a pen attached to it or I'll do it on a, on an actual pad and paper or use a remarkable when my remarkable pen is not broken, which is unfortunately a lot of the time. Um, But, uh, um, you know, some version of actually writing it down, having a checklist that I go through later on to say, like, this is what I learned and this is what I need to follow up from here. Uh, that is very much part of my day to day work.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self.
0: Oh, if I was going to hop in a time machine and tell my younger business self something, it was it would be not to leave the company I was at when I was 23 because uh, I would be a multi-multi-millionaire. <laughs> all of the other people who are there are. Uh, and I I definitely, definitely made a financial mistake uh doing that. Um, but uh uh I don't think I made a life mistake. I'm I think I'm actually pretty happy as a result, but I do there there were 25 people in that company, 24 of them were millionaires, and then, then there's me. Um so um uh the or multi multi-millionaires, I should say. The um the advice I'd give though is is really to not to be afraid of failure. I think I spent a lot of my twenties worrying that if i didn't get it right on the first time i was never going to have another chance to get it right Uh, and i was very lucky in that i did get it right a bunch of times uh, but i got it wrong an awful lot too and and it was really it was really very difficult for me to see that there was another side to that now when when i get things wrong um, i know it's an opportunity for me to to go and reassess and uh, correct course but when i was in my 20s and, and even in my early 30s i did not get it that way, and I thought that every failure was essentially the end of the world. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I would have I would have liked to slap myself a bit at that point in time. I mean, certainly seeing my my parents have their successes and their failures was helpful because you know they would uh, they they were definitely their ups and downs. What during my childhood where I saw them have incredible success and then you know a year or two later have. Things that were were not such incredible successes happened to them. Um and you know, they they were very conscious of insulating me from that. Uh, and they they did a pretty good job of that when it went, you know, when it went really far down. Um, so and I'm very thankful for that. And it's something I take into account with my own family as well.
2: Yeah. And and that's so powerful to, to kind of hear that. Cause I think so many times when you think, you know, what it means to be a CEO or entrepreneur or business owner. It's one thing. But I think once you start to do that, uh, kind of have that introspection, that's create that space to do that, you realize that you can create that success in the way that you want to. So I love that you uh, been able to do that. And, and you might have already touched on this, but I want to ask you, uh, what does being a CEO mean to you? We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So John, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Really means something to me as a title or a job. It, it means something to me as a the person who has the largest ability to within a company, at least the largest ability to make the dreams of those people around you come true. Cause that's really what you're enabling. I, you know, I, you know, I am enabling our creators to make a living doing what they love. Um, that is hugely satisfying. I'm enabling our staff, which really loves our product uh, and really cares an awful lot about the community. To know that they're going to work every day and doing something that actually helps those people and uh, as a proxy helps humanity, right? We're, you know, we're not trying to be divisive. We're trying to help people actually create long-lasting human connection and friendships. And we do that really, really well. And so being able to enable that for everybody who's around me is just hugely, hugely satisfying.
2: Well, John, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on.
0: Sure. Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me, I broadcast all the time on you now. So you just uh follow me or fan me on you now. I'm I'm John Brodsky at YouNow. So that is super easy for people to do. Um and I'm always happy to talk directly to people in the community, and I do often uh, talk to members of the community about being a CEO, my vision for the company, or just life in general, because I've been an influencer on other platforms as well, so I I know what it's like to be on the other side of this and be a creator, a uh, creative. Um, yeah, the, uh, the other thing I just leave the community with, though, is don't, you know, I wouldn't get too hung up on what the title is. I, I get really hung up on what the difference is you're making in the lives of those people around you. Because making that difference is mm-hmm. what will help you sleep well at night, what will wake you up and make you energized in the morning, and will keep you going. And whether you were doing that as a CEO, which is a an absolute privilege, or whether you're doing that as an engineer uh, and just and playing like a, a part in it and doing your piece of it, or you're doing this as the salesperson or something else in the organization. It doesn't really matter as long as you are really aligned with a a purpose that you believe
2: in. Yeah, that's so powerful. And um, we will definitely, of course, have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Truly appreciate your time. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
1: Thank you. You too, Gresham. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our IMCEO CEO Facebook group. This has been the IMCEO CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.